on the next part of the, this chapter. And uh, so, you know, we just, we just went over a lot of initiations, mm -hmm. a lot of things, and there's a lot of energy in that. And so people listening to this, they might be like, whoa, you know, like, that's a lot of stuff. And where do I start? And so again, I want to remind everyone that what we're doing is we're reverse engineering. And so yes, we are. We're starting with unit of consciousness, and then we're going back one chapter to initiation. So we're hitting you with a lot of stuff, and then we're going to continue on, you know, all the way to the beginning, uh, where we're going to be talking about reality itself as science sees it, as mystics have seen it forever. And so I just, you know, we thought it'd be an interesting way to approach this topic. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, so this part you said some initiations are but not limited to interstellar initiations. Yes, those are really awesome. Those are so hard to actually put in words, but I did in my books. Um, you're gonna be dealing with uh, going through these um, interstellar tunnels that literally it's like you're going at the speed of light through these tunnels and there is something that your soul is gathering energetically as you're going through them and when you're through the other end feels like it's been a long long time but at the same time it feels like a split second um when you come out the other end you're exhausted but yet you're totally energized it's like all the dross falls away in these interstellar tunnels all of the false views all of your karmic overlay like the the just the you know the things that are still attached to you from your purification that energetic things that need to fall away they fall away in these interstellar tunnels and you come out the other side and you just feel this exhaustion but at the same time invigoration because a lot of that it's like a it's like a really good wash cycle, except that it's like really, really, I mean, it's so impossible to put it in words. It is just an unbelievable experience. I mean, you know, literally the way you, what you see as you're going and what you feel as you're going through these interstellar tunnels, um, they bend and sway and they move through time and eternity and space and you're seeing the stars and the planets and you're like you know and it's a very 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 intense vibration you're going at a speed you can't comprehend you know and it's it's um uh an amazing un un uh, unbelievable experience that is really hard to put in words <laughs> and what do you think is the reason that there is an interstellar initiation well i think the interstellar initiation has a lot of purification elements because as you come through the the basic grand phases of the soul you're you're um you're making alterations but we need we need energetic assistance and this one is like throwing things off and bringing things in that you know because every time you're throwing off the old um, and so whatever is attached to us from the past that is still there or just the um, the old attachments and the just the I don't know that lack of a better word baggage but it's really more of a residue 
once that detaches, it's filled with, you know, this interstellar light. And you, every time you detach some of that, you have to have something to fill the space. Otherwise, you'll just fill it with something from your memory, something old. And so it's the purification of dropping away. Um, there's a lot of periods that you have where you're getting rid of mass amounts of either karma, darkness, or just, you know, dark elements, and then replenishing it with light. And these are periods like after you have done a lot of, a lot of work uh, over, over time, working on these things, you come back and you, and you just need to, you know, uh, do a little bit of extra cleaning, you know, it's the residue. It's like when you're cleaning your house and, okay, I cleaned that countertop, but there's still a little bit of residue. So now we're going to put it through this cycle again. We're going to wipe it off with another rag or something to get that residue off. That's what the interstellar tunnels are doing. But there is something really transformative about it beyond that because there is something so beyond our comprehension that is happening to us during this initiation that you just can't even put that into words because it's something that you are becoming and being made aware of and being allowed to now become a part of that you had no idea existed before and it changes everything there's a lot of things in the mystical world that once you've passed through it it changes everything just like a person who has a profound near-death experience it changes everything if they've had you know this life-changing experience every single one of the initiations that is like this will do this to you but there are certain ones that are like like this in a a similar way to that and this is one of them it's uh, it's something where even though it's been like 20 years since i did that initiation i can still remember it as if it were yesterday because it was a pivotal, pivotal, um, life-altering experience. And it seems like a perfect setup for the next initiation and extraordinarily related is the initiation into the crucifixion. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh my goodness, yes, and you know, it seems like a lot of people go through this pretty similarly to what I experienced. Um, but of course, everyone has their own variation on a theme, you know. Um, so what we have is uh, most of us will be taken to the, the scene of the crucifixion in one way, shape, or form and taken energetically into aspects of that event in time. But then we are also going to be taken through subsequent initiations which have to do with our own crucifixion which is the death 
of our fragmentary self. Because we are going from uh, the person to the awareness. And that's what the crucifixion represents in the mysteries. Do you see? <laughs> Absolutely. Initiation into mystery corridors. Yes, there are many of those, many, many of those that take you through different things. Some take you through time. Some take, there are many mystery corridors that are specific. There's a specific corridor that takes you into the Garden of Eden. There's a specific corridor that takes you to the corridors of the sun. There's specific corridors that take you um, into uh, like some of the Egyptian mysteries, um, ironically. And then there are also, uh, but there's a whole bunch of them. So what you're going to find is there's these uh, different types of corridors that all have specific purposes in relation to initiation, just as there are other corridors that you see just in out-of-body travel itself relating to traveling back and forth in time and traveling through different multi-dimensional versus the astral plane. These are going to have different initiation purposes. Pyramidal initiations? Yes, lots of things relating to ancient Egypt, relating to the, the all-seeing eye, relating to the empty tomb, which has to do with the Book of the Eights, the Book of Life. Um, the empty tomb has to do with resurrection, even though it is the empty tomb in the Great Pyramid. <laughs> um, and, you know, and then there are also the mysteries behind the Sphinx. Um, and one of the things that I was taken into was to see what were the mystical realities of the Sphinx um, that we don't see on the ground? And one is that the Sphinx has these two huge, beautiful white wings. Um, um, and so there is an element that we do not see in a stone effigy on the ground that has to do with the immortal soul. Um, there are many, uh, trials and um, things that you have to go through to get to these Egyptian mysteries and to pass through those initiations. And um, a lot of these also have to do with what I call the here, there, and the always, which um, I guess the short version has to do with timelessness, but it has to do with much more. Including cycles of time? Yep, that would include that. <laughs> now we talked about interplanetary interstellar initiations. So interplanetary initiations would be quite similar to the interstellar or? Well, pretty similar. And again, relating to um, the planets, Saturn's rings, Venusian, the Venusian atmosphere, uh, Jupiter's ground, um, we have other planets in other systems. So we have initiations that have to do with bringing in energy from uh, civilizations that are much further advanced than we are. Purpose for that is to bring that potential into our human soul on earth. 
Um, you know, one of the things we often don't realize is that everything created evolves through bringing potential from another space into that unit, and then it becomes and evolves into a greater potential. And so that's what we are doing in bringing things from these more evolved civilizations. We touched upon the sacred hoop, which I think is so interesting. Uh, and even, you know, to our life's purpose, it's almost like communicating with our future self to look back to who we are and what we can do in this lifetime and what we can achieve. And so there's an initiation um, into the completion of the sacred hoop. So could you expand a little bit more with the sacred hoop? And the well, the sacred hoop is, again, we, we've talked about a lot of the details, but the completion of the sacred hoop, part of the reason for these repeated sojourns is to, there, it's like there's, a, a, there's an importance to linking that time element with the time element that you are currently at. And there is a link up, which then allows for what happens in between to be molded up, so to speak, so that we are trying to make sure that the elements are in alignment, that your current self will reach that potential because you're touching into a particular self that has achieved that destiny and who has fulfilled it. And so this link up of energy is somehow very important to making sure that you, uh, your current time construct is on track for completing those things to reach that sacred hoop completion. And I, I understand that that's a big part of why it's so important. The uh, initiation into the coming together of all multiplicities. Yeah, and this is, again, it goes into all the things we've discussed before with our own previous lives, all life. Um, again, not just all human life, but then we are bringing in interstellar life. We're bringing in all life on all planets. We're bringing in all life, which means not just human life, the life of the plants, the trees, the animals. So all life. And so this is coming together. You go through initiations where you are able to experience not just these other lifetimes of your own, but you and and bringing in the knowledge of lifetimes that come from the human family. You bring in other strains which come from extraterrestrial sources, and you start experiencing other natural elements. So you will become the leaf on a tree. You will become a blade of grass. You will travel through rainwater. You will experience consciousness in a rock. You will experience what it means to be the eyes that peer through all forms that exist on earth and then all forms that exist in all worlds. 
And this is where that, what that is all about, that particular initiation. And I think what people think of when they think of multiplicities is different fragments of our own personality. Or they could think of like past and future lives mm -hmm. that we've had. And so to go to, through the initiation into uh, you know, the multiplicities, I think they, they will be thinking of those like sub-personalities within ourselves and, and not like the rock and like, yeah. all these, like and the whole universe and all the dimensions and all, and to, you know, on our way to the unit of consciousness. Right. And so and, I love the way you put And that. this is why that is so important because part of how we become not just a person, but an awareness is by being a rock and being a blade of grass and being my little zucchini plant out there. And, you know, because that is how we learn what it is to be awareness. Initiations into the rites of ascension, of the ascension into the golden flame. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's all it has to be said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of that stuff happens in the 23rd dimension. And it has to do with the golden angels and more, much more. Um, very, very beautiful period of time because this is a real period where the soul is, is coming to a wholeness. Um, where it's literally finishing a cycle of time. You know, this is where the the initiations are coming to a completion point too. And it's beautiful. Initiation into different windows of perception. Yes, what this, what this allows us to do is we are taken into um, the perceptions. We're literally taken through the initiatory process into our own way of perceiving something and then we are then taken into the perception of another that is completely contradictory to our own and then to another to another and to another and what we are doing this for because there's a reason for it the reason for it is to understand that from their window of perception their view makes sense. So we become much less judgmental about, how can you not see this? <laughs> you know? yeah, like, oh, well, I see how from their window of perception now, that is a reasonable conclusion. And I see from this window of perception, that's a reasonable conclusion. And it forces us to become more humble. It forces us to think more deeply and to actually exercise the faculty of the bringing in of the multiplicities to utilize it in a way that, that requires more thought of us, requires us to think more deeply and to think 
in a way that is kinder to others. And um, we also just become, things make more sense through this window of perception initiation because we start seeing that um, the views of other people are not always totally illogical. Sometimes they are, but there are reasons for the windows of perception that we all hold. And this helps us to understand one another. One of the things we learn in the initiations is that it is not for us to be understood it is for us to be understanding. And therefore, we stop seeking to be understood and we actually begin practicing understanding. And window, the windows of perception initiation is one of the ways we learn to practice. Now we're coming to, we have about a dozen or so rights that are left from, <clears throat> the uh, mechanics of initiation until we get into the mechanics of karma. But I just wanted to, in regards to these initiations that we're speaking of in these different rites, uh, what was your experience and your process to uh, come to know and experience these things and then to get them on paper so that you could uh, share it to all of us? Well, it, you know, I always had to sleep with uh, pads of paper, stacks of paper right next to me because I would have so much coming through every night. And um, specifically, um, as you probably recall, lots of verses too that were given to me. So I had to write them down word for word or else I would not have remembered them um, by morning. So. I kept a lot of notes that I took throughout the night and then I had to um, start writing. So I would start with the first drafts and then um, continue to, you know, it was difficult to craft the mysteries in a way that I felt did them justice. And I don't think anything really does do them justice because they are an, an experience that is beyond words, but I, I worked on crafting the words to try to express them in the best way possible that I could um, with words, even though I still don't feel like that was or you know was done because I don't feel like I could capture because everything that you will read is still so much less than the experience itself, because they are so much bigger than us. You know, it's just such a bigger experience than us, you know? So, and, and it's bigger than words, um, but it's my job to try to, capture them in words so I do I try <laughs> you do okay thanks <laughs> so uh this one sounds really cool so hopefully you say something about this one but uh the ritual of the house of the mysteries oh my goodness 
Oh my goodness, that was a trip and a half. Oh my goodness, I mean, that's an unfair character, but you know, that's what it certainly came to mind. <laughs> you know, so literally the House of the Mysteries was this, you know, it's almost like presented as an old haunted house. And you go in the front and you see all these relics from your past. So your own childhood, sometimes from your own karmic past, so from some past lives, things that have, that are charged with emotion or memory. And in the house of the mysteries, you're going to detoxify these elements. But what's fascinating about it is that you go through these objects and they can be something as simple as a tricycle or, you know, it can be something from your childhood. It can be something from your adulthood. It can be something from a previous life, like a plow, you know, it can be anything, you know. Um, and then, you know, you go through each one and you feel it and you have that raw emotion that the item is generating. And then you will find that you are, there's a guardian in the house of the mysteries who is guiding you to all these items. And then you are directed to go through a door. And once you enter through that door, you are entering into the maze of all mazes. <laughs> and it is, uh, oh my gosh, you know, you would never think this house was big enough to carry everything that's in that maze, but it is somehow. So you enter into like this infinite sphere and you're going through all these, you know, a myriad of ritual passages, you know, all these things that you have to go through and figure out. And there are different types of things that you have to pass through. And I'm not gonna give away everything because People have to do this on their own, Brian. Mm. But at the end of the journey, your goal is to step into forever. And so there are certain things you have to do in order to do this. And you have to know it intuitively. And so if you do the wrong thing, then you end up at the beginning of the House of the Mysteries again. But if you step into infinity, which has a particular secret to it, then you exit into forever. And anytime when you're dealing with the initiations into the mysteries, you're dealing with mortality and immortality. So when you go back to the house of the mysteries entrance, you're going back to mortality. When you step into forever, that's always referencing immortality. So you've entered into immortality and you're ready to move on to the next level. And it's very beautiful at that point. And you feel like this great sense of relief because the maze that you've gone through was very harrowing and very intense. Um, but yes, I guess, you know, to say it was a trip is true. So for you, like the real time on the ground, you know, going to sleep at night, waking up, going through these journeys, you know, into the mysteries here with this particular initiation. How long did this take, this process for you to go through? 
Um, gosh, I don't remember that particular one, um, but you mean like the initiations of the mysteries as a whole? Nope. Just, just uh, this particular one? The house, the house of the mysteries. Um, I would say it was probably, you know, a five to eight hour kind of. Uh, oh, so you did it all in that, one, one night. That one I think I did, yes. Was a, mar a marathon. <laughs> it was a marathon. One night, bam. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that also happens in um, uh, out-of-body travel, but also in the initiations is sometimes you will go into these realms and, you know, some people will go in and they'll experience another lifetime and they'll be gone for two or three weeks, but then they will return in that same, you know, at that same night. <clears throat> but they they feel like they've been gone for two or three weeks in another life, so it's kind of a disconcerting. <clears throat> but in the mysteries as well, you can it can seem like you've been working on something for several days, several weeks, um, and sometimes there are things where you feel like it's been a few months, you know, and you come back to the same spot that night. So. You can have things that occurred in five to eight hours, so to speak, but might have seemed like a week or two. Now, the House of the Mysteries, I would say, probably seemed like a two or three day event. Um, it's hard to remember exactly, um, but a lot of them will have a little bit of a time warp you know experience to them because you will be gone longer than what you actually are you know at least according to we as we see time so again is connected to perhaps the initiates desire um hope ability to surrender relinquish um, in regards to you know, doing something as intensely, because somebody might do the House of Mysteries and maybe it'd take them a month on the ground. Good. But maybe that's enough. Especially if you have to go back. And you know, it's possible, I'm not remembering this exactly right. It's possible I went back once. I'm, you know, I'm just having a, a flash of a memory. I might have had to go back once maybe even twice i don't know i think i might have had to go back once um but i know that i did make it eventually but i might have had to go back once but do you um, think that the reason <laughs> that you have like you know maybe acceleratedly went through the initiations into the house of the mysteries was because your intention or do you think it's just that's what your destiny was because each person that goes through the this whole initiational process is going to have a different experience but you know can we help further it along by the intensity of our desire? Well, definitely the intensity of our intention and our desire to find the truth and seek the truth absolutely helps. And um, one of the things I tell people as well is, you know, the initiations are sometimes painful, difficult, but what we find is that if it's 
this is going to sound like an odd analogy, but it's a little bit like childbirth. You know, if, if you know, once when you after you've had your first child, you realize, okay, well, I can either put myself through a more intense labor for uh, a certain amount of time, or I can, you know, and, and really push hard because it's going to hurt a lot more, or I can not push hard it won't hurt as much but it will still hurt like you know what but it'll be for a much longer time and so on the second and third i have three kids you you're like okay i'm just gonna barrel through this and it's gonna hurt really bad but i'm gonna barrel through it so with the initiations it's a similar mindset it's like this is going to be hard this is going to be difficult i don't want to face this stuff but i have to anyway so i'm going to barrel through it I'm just going to go head on and I'm just going to do it because not dealing with it doesn't make it go away. What makes it go away is moving through it. Move through it, deal with it, come out the other end. You know, mm -hmm. this is the thing. And a lot of people too will try to go around either side or up or down. You know, you cannot, when it comes to this, spiritual life you have to move through you cannot avoid anything so just barrel through it just have that conviction of spirit and barrel through it and that as, will help that will help and as you've said multiple times no matter how incredible and amazing it it is it's it it always there's always more and more yes. and like what well it's got to be it what <laughs> so <laughs> we might as well just might as well just go for it yeah lifetime and see how far we can go right exactly now on the same you know similarity the the rights of the nightmare house if that's just another uh, connection to the the house of the mysteries but you're going into a little more charged stuff this is, is this is a different one but um, this is um, actually, you know, what I just did was describe the nightmare house. And so now I'm going to have to describe the house of the mysteries. I did that backwards. So <laughs> oh, because I thought there was something because I was looking at the next one. and I'm like, what's going a, on? Marilyn very, is flipping around over there. Well, well, I just thought they were very closely related. So I'm like, oh, they must fit. Well, they're actually not. And oh, this is, okay. but, but it, for some reason, um, it, it, it registered that way. And so, but the, so the nightmare house is what I just described. Okay. But the, uh, the house of the mysteries is actually, um, you end up, you go through this, um, this one of the corridors, you know, one of the corridors that appears this stone entry in the sky that appears to you and there's all of these little uh, warnings outside about all who this or that do not enter here <laughs> all who this or that do not enter here <laughs> if you wish to enter the house of the mysteries be careful <laughs> so you so there's these little the stone steps and you go up into the house of the mysteries uh, corridor the stone corridor and you enter into this and there's a whole panoply of mysteries behind this house of mysteries so 
Um, I'm going to leave this one because there are a lot behind that door and it's different for each person depending on their faith of origin, the things that uh, the faith of their, you know, their past life structure, because they're going to go to events in the religious history of their soul that are significant. And the house histories will unravel these profound events in the history of what they believe in this lifetime and believed religiously, spiritually in previous lifetimes. And it can be literally anything from one event to 20, you know, so you might be going to 20 different times and um, going through 20 different rites in the house of the mysteries. It's fascinating there. I love the place. The ritual of the key. Oh, and you know, there are more than one of those. There's, there's a lot of key rituals, but the one that this one is referring to, I believe, is the, the one that you have to find in order to enter into the mysteries of the pyramids. And there is quite a, quite a process. I mean, you have to go through, I think it's like three or four, um, three or four different uh, rites that you have to pass to find the key to enter into the pyramidal mysteries just to get there and start. Um, and it involves a lot of different things. One of them is diving to the depths of the water. You have to find certain things at the bottom of the, the bottom of the body of water. Um, but these will be different for each person. And the key is not necessarily going to look like a key. It's going to look different for each person. It may not look like an actual key, but the key has to be earned in order to enter into the pyramidal mysteries. And it's not like it's arbitrary. Like, dive to the bottom of the water and see if you can find the key. No. <laughs> you know, so there's, no. like, there's lessons that are, you know, it's, it's being put out there metaphorically, energetically. And so we have to learn that particular lesson to then find that key to then go to the next step. Yes. And every one of these things, it, it, there is something embedded within the, the ritual passage that we either have to already know or something that we have to learn in order to be deemed worthy to enter to the next level. And so, yes, these are absolutely, every initiation is a pathway of knowledge. They're not arbitrary at all. They are all pathways of knowledge and energy that we have to pass through in order to get to the next level. So, you know, you cannot energetically, it's just like I talked about before many times where you try to go to a realm that is higher than you are compatible to vibrationally, you feel like you're being crushed. You cannot enter into something for which you have not yet been deemed worthy. And that means you have to know certain things. You have to be proven 
in certain areas of virtue. So you go through some of these ritual passages are tests of virtue, tests of um, strength as well, strength of will, strength of resolve, um, strength of character, you know. So these are the types of things that you're going to be tested on as you continue for further forward in the initiations. Thank <laughs> you.